0: Hello and welcome to Living a broadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. My name's Eric and I'm Mikey. welcome back, dude.
1: uh, yeah, thanks for
0: having me back
1: Aww. uh little uh little week off there yeah um, last where were week you? well, the week before I was starting to lose my voice and things like that, and it just wasn't getting better yeah. um so.
0: It sounds like life. you found it a little bit.
1: A little bit better. A little bit. Yeah. I think the biggest problem is every time I think that I'm getting, like this cold has been lingering around, mm. every time I think it's getting better I go snowboarding and fucking yeah. up again. Um,
0: Those fucking mountains.
1: So tempting looking yeah. them out the, out the window. But uh, we're back at my studio. I know. Um, and it was really listening. It was really funny listening to the last episode because <laughs> we were so concerned about the trains, but you can't yeah. actually hear them at all.
0: We gave the trains their own fucking guest spot. And exactly. <laughs> nothing. We're like, here it comes.
1: Some really awkward
0: silence. There. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, a uh, a professional podcaster might uh, edit out such moments, but uh,
1: not with us, mate. We yeah. are rough and ready. That's not here on, not here on living a broadcast. That's why people love us yeah. or hate us. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've just been just been resting up and, and all that. Um, Actually, yeah, met up with my friend actually who, who okay. was visiting in town. He was just passing through Vancouver, so that was good. From where? Uh, he had been down to like New Orleans. He went to Arizona. He went to Texas, like a big trip down in yeah. the south. And then we just briefly caught up. Um, but besides that, yeah. but a
0: friend from back home?
1: A friend from back home, yeah. He, he was in Vancouver a couple of weeks ago. Nice. And, and we mm-hmm. caught up. Um, so, yeah, and he went to Vegas, so he had some uh, yeah. he had some pretty wild stories, kind of made me pretty jealous and yeah the what? part
0: the part of uh your part of the world has been on my mind a lot lately. my part of the world. yeah, by accident. What part of the world is well, that? uh well, there's a big flag on your wall of uh that part of the world oh, behind okay. you there. Uh, yeah. the western part of that part of the world, in particular, yeah. is because at my job, I've been typing out Western Canada a lot lately. Okay. And Google does this fancy thing now when you're typing in Gmail, when I just go like, oh yeah, I'm here in Western Canada. But midway through Western, it does like kind of a, a faded like estimate of what it thinks your next word is going to be. Oh, okay. And it's always Australia. Oh, is it really? When I start typing yeah, Western, go. it always wants me to well, say Australia it, next know, to it. It's
1: the second biggest... It doesn't um... fucking
0: learn. I'm like, I'm not... <laughs>
1: You would have thing, seeing as though your whole computer's like in the time zone of, of Canada. Uh, uh,
0: something technology so uh, dumb. <laughs> yeah, the predictive text. It's
1: pretty but funny. The, it's the biggest. You know how, like, that. You know, out of all the states, provinces, territories, mm-hmm. all that, it's the second biggest in the world. Only Russia has one that's bigger. So, do you know its name? You love yourself some Russia. <laughs> no, I don't know. I always bring in these facts about Australia, but I got nothing to back it up. No. With. I just say it. <laughs> <laughs> Um so yeah, that was about that was about my week. You've been busy. I like to keep up with you on your personal Instagram. You're always yeah, off doing uh, cultural activities,
0: <laughs> cultural activities that <laughs> makes me sound far more sophisticated than uh, getting drunk at rap shows, which I've been doing
1: a lot so what of you've been doing who have you seen? um
0: who have I seen? I went and saw so I've been on a tear lately. I saw um, <laughs> Sudan archives, um oh yeah this past Thursday, uh, a week ago and it was good. Um, had quite a few drinks at, uh, I don't know. Have we talked about brick house on this podcast before?
1: I I think when we were listening, our favorite, uh, drinking establishments that, that surely would have come up. I think we would have spoken about it.
0: So for the audience listening back home, um, House, if you're ever in Vancouver, is a must-stop. Um, it is a genuine hole-in-the-wall bar, and uh, it is ran by the most eclectic bartender I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Shouts out to Leon. Leon? Leon, living legend. Um,
1: He'll either love you or hate you.
0: Love you or hate you, sometimes both in the same night. Oh, yeah. Um, and he is the only person who's who will ever serve a drink. Yeah, he's banned everybody else from serving drinks. Yeah. He controls the whole thing through a
1: sticky note system
0: that he sticks to your credit card when you open up a tab with him and just keeps yeah. track.
1: So it's cash or credit card. Yeah. And then if you get to the bar and he asks what do you want to drink and you um and ah and mm-hmm. you still haven't decided, he'll just ignore you for the next yeah. like 20 minutes. <laughs> you got to make sure you know exactly what you want. And uh, – But – on that Thursday night, I had the unique luxury of being
0: uh, the first patron. My friend and I were the first two people <laughs> <laughs> at his bar that night, and he treated us with the same level of service. Still took our credit cards. I said, we "We're like, we we're like, how's things going?" He's like, "I open the bar, and people come in, it's good." <laughs> so, um, and it doesn't open till eight o'clock at night.
1: No. Yeah, no, only so on Friday and Saturdays. Most bars
0: are closed in Vancouver by that time.
1: Yeah, have I've told you the joke? He told me about um, Australia. Have I? You told, told you. You, that? you told did, me I it told a long time, time ago, better. and then I saw you last week or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Should I try and explain it for the listeners? Try is your is best.
0: It, this this is, is funny. It's a
1: physical joke, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So, uh, he was in one of his proper, like a a, a proper, like a good mood. Uh, when he was serving me this one time and he mm-hmm. said, oh, you're you you you're from Australia. I said, oh, you know, that's a that's a keen ear. Yes, I yes I am. And he goes, oh, okay. So, uh, and then he puts his hand up and if you put your two fingers together and your two index fingers yeah. together, it, you can kind of create the shape of Australia. Sure. And he, so he puts that up to me and he goes, okay, I'm going to tell you a joke. He goes, point to Melbourne. So I point to like the right-hand side, the bottom right-hand side and uh, he goes, point to Perth. And I point to the bottom left-hand side and then he goes, point to Tasmania. And then as I go to point to Tasmania, like at the bottom of his thumb where the island would be, he then just like, la la And like, <laughs> <laughs> very hard to know what I just did seeing as though you're listening. But he just like pokes his tongue out. And kind of like goes to lick my finger <laughs> as, as I touch his thumb. By going like, <laughs> oh my. I go like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a good joke. Thanks. Was this before
0: Thank or you. after he served you your drink?
1: <laughs> before? Uh, no, I, I placed my order in. So I placed my <laughs> order. I said just a pint of lager or whatever. You're going to take a drink from
0: a guy who just did something like that? <laughs>
1: Oh, that's probably <laughs> that. Who knows? He could be doing things a lot more weird than that. In a yeah, place like that. That's that's for sure.
0: No, everybody who goes in there has a story about about that funny guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyways, went and saw Sudan Archives play at Fortune Sound Club. Uh, bumped into past guest Jenny at the show. Oh. Shouts out Jenny. Did you know she was gonna be there? I did not. It was funny. I went with um, my friend Larissa. We just had her boyfriend, Jack, on the show last week. And then we met up with a handful of my girlfriend's friends. So there was a decent crowd of us. We were all standing pretty much at the front of the stage. <laughs> and then there she was, Jenny.
1: Jenny from Vermont?
0: Yeah, Jenny from Vermont.
1: I mean, Vancouver's pretty small. It's, it's crazy how um, often yeah. that'll happen, a little that, f- that you run into people.
0: A little magic. Uh, good fortune at Fortune Sound Club. But anyways, uh, then Saturday... Um, I went to a live podcast taping, Sorry Living at Broadcast Listeners. I went to see a much more successful podcast. They sold out the Rio or came close to it. How dare you? Um, yeah, so saw the Doe Boys and then hung out with you Saturday night.
1: I mean, what an experience that was, particularly <laughs> for me. Why? Because um, I got to hang out with you and your two brothers, Yeah, which is always an interesting time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Why just, is that? Just good fun. You just... Interesting boys, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, no, it was, it was you all had you'd all been had a couple of drinks, yeah, over, over the day, yeah,
0: it was a marathon, not a sprint that day.
1: So, um, no, the conversation was, was flowing and yeah, um, got a little political at, at one stage, and then that's <laughs> and then all right. I was trying to be really polite to to Adam because when I know when I walked in, the first thing I noticed is I was like. I've met this guy maybe two or three other times. Yeah. Does does his face always look like that? And so Mm. I didn't want to say anything. (laughs) <laughs> and then later on it came out that yeah. he had his like, wisdom teeth out. So, and I was like, okay. because yeah. It looked like there was a fucking potato in his yeah. cheek. My huge. little brother
0: just had his wisdom teeth out, everyone. And uh, maybe I'll throw a picture of this up on the Instagram. But yeah, it, it does. <laughs> Mikey's doing an accurate description. It looks like he's fucking cheeking an entire <laughs> potato on one side yeah. of his face.
1: So I was trying to be polite and just ignore the fact. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I was glad to To find out that uh, hey, that's that he, all right. He was okay. I think
0: he's doing better now. But um, we almost did an episode of this show drunk at like one a.m. too, featuring my brothers. We kind of tried kinda to make it that. happen. Yeah, we maybe, maybe should have done, done it. Maybe should have done it. Oh well,
1: Very well.
0: Now we just sound tired tonight. But then uh, l- uh, Tuesday night, I went and saw um, who did I see? Rhapsody back at Fortune Sound Club again. Seeing Thundercat tomorrow night. Gave him a long shout out
1: last, Thundercat,
0: l- late last year. Yeah.
1: Is he the guy that got into a fight recently with someone in the crowd?
0: I don't think so. Oh, Not that, that I
1: heard. might have been someone else. Hmm. Never mind. Some okay. other guy that, that you always bang on about. He like was playing at a festival and he got off the stage and he like wanted to get into a fight with someone in the mosh pit. Oh. I don't know who it was. Damn. I don't
0: know. I haven't heard anything about that. Thundercat though, playing the Vogue tomorrow night, and then maybe another comedy show on Saturday. We'll see. Man
1: about town,
0: something like that. Just, I mean, I've I've talked about it many many times on this show. That uh, one of the big things that's keeping me here is seeing all these fun shows.
1: Oh no, not Thundercat! I just looked him up just then. Nah, that's not the guy. Who is no, it? Sorry, that's the guy that does the weird promotional videos, right? Yeah,
0: Thundercat's great. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Look up his. Uh, look up like a promotional video, right? You yeah. showed me once, and it was just the most. Take some drugs beforehand, and <laughs> then watch it. Yeah, that, that'll be. You just concern. put out a music video today too. It's good. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I'm going to the the Whitecaps season opener, which is our soccer team. Hey, here that's a lot more Vancouver specific. Um, what do you mean? some hometown pride oh yeah i've got a scarf and everything i get right into it i do the chants i know i I only know one chant okay um, uh, which is always a fun one because you know soccer soccer fans love love the chants. do you sit
0: on the southsiders
1: i do sit in the southsiders that's that's where all the fun is everybody so everybody stands up and they sing these um chants i don't know who they're playing though hopefully Mm -hmm. someone hopefully like portland or seattle cuz they always have a good uh, good
0: rivalry. Um, the one time I've been to a white caps game was with uh where we used to work together. <laughs> oh people from there listen. So maybe I should be should be a little more diplomatic here. <laughs> I was just going to say uh none of my close friends who I worked with were at that game, so it wasn't particularly exciting to be at. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. That's, is that a bit harsh? Was I there? I thought I was there. I don't think so.
1: Ah. Oh, maybe I missed that one.
0: I don't know. I went last it year. It wasn't or a very big like crew. That. And I, I don't think like anybody was particularly into it. And I was just kind of looking over at the Southsiders being like, that looks like a lot of fun.
1: Well, I'd I'd never been to a soccer game. We have our mm-hmm. own soccer league in Australia, obviously, but you know, I'm into other sports in Australia. And then um my old housemate Keegan, he's he's massively into soccer. So the first time I went to a Whitecaps game was with him, and their supporter bar used to be the, um, used to be Doolins, mm-hmm. right in downtown, and they used to get everybody gathered outside there, and then you would march down. They would close down one of the main streets in yeah. Vancouver, Robson Street, and they marched down with flags, and they set off um, bloody smoke bombs and all sorts of things. It was so great. And after that, I was just like, oh, yeah. do they still do that? They do, but. Their supporter bar moved because obviously Doolin's shut down, unfortunately. And so now their supporter bar, I think it's somewhere in Gastown. So they march from Gastown. Okay. The problem is that the Whitecaps went from being really, really good, say, four or five years ago to being really shit the last couple of years. Uh, And classic Vancouver sports fans, in inverted commas, are... Kind of jump on and off the bandwagon. Oh yeah, very much fairly, fair, we-
0: fair weather fans here.
1: Fairly quickly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's Yeah, that. yeah, that's us. Um, I mean, I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although ironically, the Canucks are finally doing good this year, and it's the one year I haven't been to a game. So. Yeah, well, tickets like get expensive
0: op- to the Canucks when exactly. they're winning. So,
1: so I'm like the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I like to go when they're shit to save money.
0: Nice. <laughs> Nice. Get to see some other teams. You want to see then? Yeah. Um. Anyways, so uh, we've um got a fun little activity plan tonight. We were talking about this. Um, yeah. Well,
1: you ca- you came uh,
0: came prepared with a topic. You came up
1: with this, and it kind of uh, kind of really got me excited. I think this yeah. would be fun. This little no, segment. No, I,
0: I I'm excited too. Um, because it's- obviously citizenship is a big thing we talk about on this show. People in various stages of Visas and potentially becoming citizenships. Have we ever actually had someone who successfully became a Canadian citizenship
1: yet? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Haven't we? A couple of James's mates? Maybe. Did did they get, did they become citizens yet? I
0: can't remember. (laughs) Not
1: too sure if they got there.
0: I'm sorry, past guests. I'm awful at this.
1: Well, what? We're like 50 episodes in by now. Yeah, something uh, like that. (laughs) We, uh, it's hard to remember.
0: Yeah. Just like your, everything. your age. But, um, <laughs> anyways, Mikey and I are going to give each other, um, <laughs> <laughs> that sentence All could right. go anyway. <laughs> Mikey and I I'm thought it would alone, be fun to pull up, um, <laughs> practice, practice citizenship tests for each other's respective home country. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna quiz each other and see how well we do.
1: Yeah, so this sounds fun. And I, I thought I, I was gonna say it's it's a cool one-off segment, but I think maybe in a couple of months we mm-hmm. should do it again to see if we've like learnt anything. Okay, and see if we could remember. But also, I feel like the, um, I feel like the pressure is well and truly on me because I've lived in Canada yeah. for six years. Um. And you have never lived in Australia, so you have. No I've never airport. been to Australia, so so you've kind of got like nothing to lose. No. And Eric's getting distracted because I pointed something out on the train tracks. What is
0: that a maintenance SkyTrain driving by? This is really exciting. This for is them so. To this is my to.
1: favorite time at night. So yeah, as we mentioned on the last podcast we recorded here with Kate that the railway tracks run straight past my house. But about ten o'clock every single night, mm-hmm. this big maintenance train goes down with all sorts of weird equipment. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see the the Portaloo? The porta potty <laughs> yeah. toilet strapped to the back of the train for the workers. That's amazing. It's always funny just watching a, yeah. a portable toilet go past the past my living room window on a railway track.
0: Oh my god.
1: Um. Okay. So we've got these quizzes pulled up. Yes. So mine's actually from the official Australian um, Home Affairs Office. Um, yeah. Oh, there's an Australian government travel restrictions warning on this Uh-oh. page. Oh. Let's talk. I think I. Uh, we probably know what that is in regards to. We'll talk yeah. a little bit about that yeah, probably later. Um, um so okay. who's gonna
0: go first? Do you wanna do you wanna flip a coaster for it?
1: Flip a coaster.
0: Okay, so we've got a we've got a east van cross coaster here. Uh do you want the cross side?
1: Uh, I am gonna I'm gonna no, I'll call it when it's in the air.
0: Call it in the air? Okay. I wonder how well this thing's gonna flip.
1: Plane side. Oh, it landed on cross up. Okay, so you can
0: choose cool. who what? I thought you were going to go cross for the Southern cross, buddy. <laughs> I'm
1: not that patriotic, settle down. Jesus. <laughs> Busting up my Australia facts already, so... Um, I would rather get an East Van cross tattoo than a Southern cross tattoo, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so you're going to go first? You want me to fire away a question or you want to answer, ask a Yeah, I'll first go first. first?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll go first.
1: What does that mean, though? Are you going to ask the question? I, I will answer, answer
0: the, question. the questions first. I will take my Australian citizenship test. Um Okay. I have gone through my. Uh, is it a permanent residency system for a Canadian to live there too? Is it pretty yep. similar structure?
1: Yeah, got to become, got to have a work visa, then become a permanent resident, and then mm-hmm. become a citizen, as far okay. as I know. But I have heard that it is a little bit more tricky for Canadians to do it in Australia, and it is a bit more of an expensive process as well, hmm. which is, yeah. Um, okay, so okay. first question. All right. These are multiple choices. You do All get right. three answers. Unless, of course, you already know the answer. You might not even need the multiple choice. Okay. Okay, so question one. What do we remember, and by we, we mean Australians, Mm -hmm. what do we remember on ANZAC Day? ANZAC is spelt A-N-Z-A-C. What are my multiple choice? (laughs) The landing of the Australian and New Zealand Army Corps at Gallipoli, Turkey. Okay. The arrival of the first free settlers from Great Britain the landing of the first fleet at Sydney Cove? Um, my guess might be A, the A's. Australian New Zealand. Correct. So okay. it gave it away in the answer. Yeah. Australia New Zealand Army Corps, which of course stands for ANZAC. And that is when they um, arrived in Gallipoli in uh, for the First World War and it was one of the most poorly planned uh, battles from an Australian mm. perspective and it was um, it was actually quite bad. Um, so there you go. You're one from one. Perfect, perfect. I think what made me
0: guess that one is because I know uh, the Anza Club in Vancouver, <laughs> Australia, New Zealand Association.
1: Yeah, another <laughs> one of my favourite bar. little bars.
0: haven't been there in forever. Yeah, Anyways.
1: Very weird do you want me to ask you all the questions or are we going to go one for one? Let's do all of you. Yeah. We're gonna do yeah. you first. What are we doing? Twenty do questions?
0: Me. How many do you have there? This
1: one is twenty, but if it drags on too long, okay. we can cut it short. Okay. Okay, what are the colours of the Australian Aboriginal flag? Ooh. Uh black, red, yellow, green, white, black, blue, white, green. Would you like
0: me hmm.
1: to repeat?
0: Hmm. I mean, I'm completely guessing with this point. I, I have no idea what this flag looks like, unfortunately. I'm gonna go blue, white, green, C.
1: Blue, white, green. Unfortunately that's incorrect. Oh. It's black, red, and yellow.
0: Black, red, and yellow. Correct.
1: Um, I'll show it to you after and you'll um Okay. You'll get it straight away. You you'll, you'll recognise it, I think. Uh, which official symbol of Australia identifies Commonwealth property?
0: Well, I'd, my guess would be the Union Jack on the flag.
1: What are my answers? A, the national anthem, Australia's national flower, um, or Commonwealth coat of arms.
0: Commonwealth coat of arms. C.
1: Okay, by the way, this, these aren't telling me the correct answers, so that one I'm not like oh. 100% sure on. The other ones obviously I knew. Um,
0: Do we have to just maybe see my results at the end then the if you're unsure end. of? Yeah. Because I think you can click to see the results.
1: Yeah. Let's
0: just motor through these okay.
1: then. Which of these statements about Australia's system of government is correct? The Queen of Australia chooses people to form the Australian Parliament. <laughs> the government is elected by the people. The Prime Minister chooses our members of Parliament. B. B. Yes, I think we can safely say we are a free democracy. Uh, Number five, which of these is an example of freedom of speech? People can peacefully protest against government decisions. Men and women are treated equally in a court of law. Australians are free to not follow a religion. An example of freedom of speech. Um...
0: Freedom of speech.
1: Peacefully protest against government decisions. Men and women are treated equally in a court of law. Australians are free to not follow a religion.
0: Uh, A. Yeah,
1: I'd I'd say so. Which of these statements... We believe in all three, by the way, in Australia, but... uh, Really? (laughs) (laughs) It's the most correct. Which of these statements about government in Australia is correct? The government does not allow some religions... Okay. Government in Australia is secular. Religious laws are passed by parliament.
0: Uh, C, religious laws are passed by parliament.
1: Which of these statements about government in Australia is correct? C, religious laws are passed by parliament? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, what, What was A again? The government does not allow some religions... No. The government in Australia is secular.
0: That means religious, right?
1: Well, I can't help you. Okay. <laughs> now nah, secular means the opposite, doesn't it? Of of religious. Of well, let's go that one then, B. Okay. <laughs> which I'm of just these, an idiot. <laughs> which of these is an example? This is late, by the way, guys, so give us a break. Which of these is an example of, of equality in Australia? Everyone follows the same religion. Men and women have the same rights. Everyone belongs to the same political party. Um, what was the
0: question again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which of these is an example of equality in Australia? Uh, men and women have the same rights, B. Correct, Eric. Shouldn't have had to think about that twice. Come on, man. It's the 21st century. Don't let your own views come into this <laughs> sorry I'm just slipping into common sense
0: mode here which of uh, these is a response
1: which of these is a responsibility of Australian citizens aged 18 years or over to have a current Australian passport to attend local council meetings to vote in elections see baby that is a law in Australia
0: that if I could pick any of your laws um that that's the one that I would implement. Good law, isn't into, it? Everybody uh, has to vote. In, yeah. It's an awesome law.
1: And if you don't, um, you get a fine. Yeah. Which uh,
0: which is perfectly fair. And you said that, what, uh, voting days are half days? You have barbecues and stuff?
1: Not half days. They're done on a Sunday. Oh, they They'll do them on, on a Sunday. Sunday. That's so smart. So the majority of people. That's so up. smart. I don't know why it's during the week here. Ugh. It doesn't make any sense.
0: It is so fucking annoying.
1: But everybody goes down to the local primary school, you cast your vote, you have a sausage sizzle, and uh, there it goes. There you go. <laughs> okay, which of these is a the responsibility of Australian citizens aged 18 years or over? It's the same question. Okay. To serve on a jury if called to do so, to do local community service, to carry a passport at all times. Uh, Be
0: community service because everybody's criminals. <laughs>
1: We're all still on parole. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's grandfathered <laughs> in, right? <laughs>
1: oh dear. I'm going to put A, a down. Jury for you there. duty. Which of these statements about passports is correct? Okay. Australian citizens need a passport and visa to return to Australia. Permanent residents can hold an Australian passport. Australian citizens can apply for an Australian passport. Uh, C? I'd say so. Australian citizens can apply for an Australian passport? Okay. Yeah. Which of these statements about voting in Australian elections is correct? Voting is by a show of hands. <laughs> <laughs> Get 24 million people to put their hands up at once. People are free and safe to vote for any candidate people must write their name on their votes? Um, B. B. Of course. Yeah. These are kind of simple. Mm-hmm. What happened in Australia on the 1st of January 1901? So um, James would remember this happening. Uh, the Australia- yeah. <laughs> He's not even on the podcast and we're <laughs> ripping into him. No. The Australian constitution came into effect. The Australian Constitution was changed by a referendum. The Australian and New Zealand Army Corps was formed. Um, B. The Australian Constitution was changed by a referendum. Okay, we'll put you down for B.
0: Do you know that, an- that answer?
1: Well, that's when we became a country. So I assume it was when the Australian Constitution came into effect.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: <coughs> We're a very young I, I always
0: forget how young you fuckers very are. Young,
1: very young fuckers. What is the name of the legal document that sets out the rules for the government of Australia? The Australian Commonwealth, the Australian Constitution, the Australian Federation?
0: B. Okay, that Constitution we just talked about. What? Drawn is- up in 1901. <laughs>
1: Well, drawn up in 1900. Yeah. Come on, mate. Uh, what is a referendum? A vote to change the prime minister, a vote to change the Australian constitution, a vote to change the government.
0: B, referendum.
1: <laughs> no, the, the question oh, sorry. is sorry, what is B a referendum? I mean
0: to change the constitution.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's
1: – okay. Which, My God, um, <laughs> I'm struggling here. Which arm of government has the power to interpret and apply laws? Executive, legislative, judicial. Which arm of government has the power to interpret and apply laws? Executive, judicial, legislative, judicial. Cool. And not make
0: laws, but enforce laws. Yeah.
1: Interpret and apply. Yeah. Which of these is a role of the governor general? The appointment of the head of state, the appointment of the state premiers, the signing of bills passed by the Australian Parliament. I guess it would be the same role that the Governor-General has in Canada. Which is uh,
0: something I definitely know what they do here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See? The signing of bills passed by the Australian Parliament.
0: Because the Governor-General kind of represents the Commonwealth on behalf of...
1: I thought it would have been a the appointment of the head of I don't I don't know okay appointment of the head of state I don't know no the appointment head of state means the appointment of the prime minister so that's not correct so you probably is I
0: thought the governor general is like the basically the British representation and whenever we pass a law it's kind of just their blessing exactly
1: you're right to sign
0: it off they just sign it off on behalf of the vote that the decision that we've came to yeah it's almost like a formality but yeah yeah. You're right. They probably do have the power to overturn if they truly disagree. But anyways.
1: Which of these statements about state government is correct? All states have the same constitution. The states have no constitution. Each state has its own constitution. A. All All the states states have have the same constitution. Yeah.
0: Okay. Constitution is like a federal thing, right?
1: Yeah. I assume so. What is the name given to the party or coalition of parties with the second largest number of members in the House of Representatives? (laughs) This is tough. Well, maybe. Not for me.
0: The second... the,
1: The Senate, the government, or the opposition?
0: The opposition.
1: Okay. I guess it's the same as here, right? Yeah. What is the name of a proposal to make a law in Parliament? Bill... Bob, no, Bill, <laughs> debate, royal ascent. Royal ascent sounds so epic. Yeah, no right.
0: Jesus, that sounds like a uh, like a net a Netflix like thriller series set in like the seventeen hundreds where it's like royal ascent. Yeah,
1: we're gonna and write. It's just like we're gonna write that movie. We're gonna write yeah. a TV show called Royal Ascent. Now. Royal
0: Ascent. Um, but too bad it's called the first one. A, a, a
1: Bill, a Bill. Last question, number 20. Oh. Who maintains peace and order in Australia? Okay. Lawyers, police, public servants. Who maintains? Peace and order. The police. He's going the police. What That's are my options? 10. Lawyers, police, public servants.
0: Yeah, police. Um, Wait, what? How'd I do?
1: You got 17 out of 20, but it doesn't tell you which ones you got right and which ones you got wrong. For real? Yeah. What? That's so stupid. What?
0: Well, I know I got the flag one wrong.
1: To pass the actual Australian citizen test, you'll need to answer 15 out of 20. Well, fuck yeah. So fucking own it. So there you go. I guess. You're basically Australian right now. I guess
0: I'm a citizen. (laughs) Okay.
1: That's pretty good. So I've got to try and beat 17. Is that it?
0: Yep. Okay. Okay, Mikey. Du, 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 du. You got 20 questions. Okay. Um question 1. What are the three main groups of aboriginal peoples? A. First Nations, Métis, and Inuit. Uh B. Acadians, Métis, and First Nations. C, French, English, and First Nations. Um, And D, so you get four options for the Canadian one. Um, D is early settlers, Métis, and Inuit.
1: I'd probably go A on that one.
0: Okay. Next question. I would probably say you're right on that one too, going with my gut. All right. Um... Okay, who was John Buchan? A, a popular governor general of Canada. Uh, B, a famous Canadian general. C, a victorious Canadian army general. Or D, one of the fathers of confederation, John Buchan. John
1: Buchan? I've never heard of John fucking Buchan. B-U-C-H-A-N. The name of that hotel downtown. Yeah, the fucking bucking.
0: The um, fucking bucking. <coughs> I don't know who the fuck he is too.
1: Do you not? Okay, no. Okay, this makes me feel... Okay, he was a... ah. Uh, uh, Clearly he had like
0: general in his title. D. What was D? One of the Fathers of Confederation. The only one without general in the title.
1: No, he was the victorious general.
0: The victorious Canadian Army general. Yeah, definitely. You think we have a celebrated general in our history? Yeah, for sure. A country well known for its military prowess. <laughs> All right. Might surprise you. When did the House of Commons recognize that the Quebecois form a nation within a united Canada? A, 2006, B, 2001, uh, 1986, or 1972?
1: These are way harder questions. They're so specific. These are tough.
0: I'm not even that sure.
1: They're so specific.
0: Yeah, damn, I should have studied. The Australian one was just common sense. This is simulating the official Canadian citizenship test, though. Should I have pulled up a practice test?
1: No, it's okay. Okay. What year? 2006, 2001, 1986,
0: 1972.
1: I don't even know what the question means. But I assume it was probably the oldest of them, wasn't it? Has that... Are they still kicking up about that? The, I think the French. 1970, whatever. 1970. <laughs> I need to get scolded for All this. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who is Marjorie Turner-Bailey? A, an Olympian and descendant of black loyalists, uh, a, Cana- a famous Canadian settler, the first woman to become prime minister... And the first Canadian female af- athlete. <laughs> that
1: seems a little ambiguous. Do you know this one? I think so. Can you please repeat the um, possible answers?
0: An Olympian. So, uh, Marjorie Turner Bailey. Who is she?
1: Marjorie Turner Bailey.
0: Okay. An Olympian and descendant of Black loyalists. That's all one answer. Uh, a famous Canadian settler. The first woman to become prime minister. And the first Canadian female athlete.
1: Have you guys <laughs> so had a general. female prime minister? We have. Okay. Um, I don't think it was her though. That name sounds more like a, doesn't sound like a prime minister name, if I'm going to be honest. Um, maybe a, a settler.
0: You think a settler?
1: Maybe, yeah. Whack it down. Okay. I don't have high hopes for my score already here. Um
0: when did English settlement begin in Canada? 1510? sake. 1497? 1610 or 1720?
1: What settlement? Jesus.
0: Basically fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, 16 or 17.
1: White settlement? English settlement. Oh, English.
0: When did English settlement English, begin in English, Canada? English, okay. I don't know why I'm hiding the question from you. You could be sitting next to me, like, seeing these answers. It's your test. Yeah, I,
1: I kind of thought that when I was reading
0: them as well. <laughs> um, 14, 15, 16, or 17? Probably sixteen ten. I didn't realize how fucking hard this was going to be. Okay. Sixteen ten 10 is Mikey's answer. My in- guess, you mean? Yeah. Next question. Who established the first European settlements?
1: The English, the Irish, the French. I don't even know that one. The Irish with the Irish? What about the French? Mm-hmm. Shit. It must have been the French, hey? Because it's all old over there in Quebec, isn't it? It's older than the rest of it.
0: It is pretty old over there.
1: God. <laughs> all right.
0: go going with the French? Yeah. French, it is.
1: I'm gonna get kicked out of Canada
0: tomorrow. Who passed the Quebec Act of 1774?
1: (laughs) This is so hard. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar with the the Quebec Act. The Canadian Parliament,
0: the British Parliament, the Quebec Parliament, or the French majority. Now you can probably use some deductive reasoning if you know. I don't think the I don't think the British Parliament would have done it. No. Do you think the Canadian Parliament would have? You got to think back to when Canada was became an independent country.
1: Mm. Yep. Mm. That was the eighteen hundreds. Yeah,
0: eighteen sixty seven.
1: Yeah, so it wouldn't have been them guys. Might have
0: just given away an answer for a future question.
1: Um, no, I knew that. I knew that one. Right. Um. Pro- let's just go. Well, I don't know what the fr- the French majority means, so let's just go the, the Quebec Parliament. The Quebec Parliament. No, because Parliament refers to like a federal, but it wasn't a federation. Yeah, let's just do that. Put it in. The
0: Quebec Parliament. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Which act granted to the Canadas for the first time legislative assemblies elected by the people? The Freedom Act, the Constitutional Act, the Legislative Act... Or the Federation Act, Confederation Act, rather.
1: Which act granted to the con- to the to the Canadas? Because there was French Canada and English yeah, Canada. And for the first time, legislative assemblies. Just later, so. Probably the the Legislative Act, maybe because just yeah,
0: reason reason would suggest. <laughs> oh fuck! All God, right, Jesus. who was the lieutenant colonel? John Graves Simcoe. Colonel. Colonel. It's a weird spelling, though, isn't it? I get that one confused. But though. people say lieutenant when it's
1: spelled like that. But Not lieutenant, lieutenant colonel, lieutenant colonel. Anyways. Whatever.
0: Upper Canada's first <laughs> lieutenant governor and founder of the city of Toronto. Lower Canada's first lieutenant governor and founder of the city of Toronto. Lower Canada's first lieutenant governor and founder of the city of Ottawa. Or the leader of the loyalists.
1: I wonder if this is good listening for people.
0: I don't know listening. <laughs> I feel like we're getting screamed at. Man, we were so stoked stoked on this idea going into it. This yeah. Canadian shit's hard.
1: John Graves Simcoe. Okay, I'm gonna go. Um, Lower Canada's first lieutenant governor and founder of the city of Ottawa. Because okay. Ottawa is significant, it's the capital, it's got to be a significant answer. No one cares about Toronto. Yeah. It's shit. All right.
0: When did the British Parliament abolish slavery throughout the empire? 18- you guys had slaves? Um, apparently. Shit. shit. Okay. 1833, 1807, 1853, 1793.
1: Um, 1853. That seems a bit late, doesn't it? 1853. Mm-hmm. 18, oh, it's got to be 1807 or 1793. Let's go... When did America... Do? Okay, let's go 1793.
0: That's an optimistic one. I like that.
1: Yeah. Really early as possible. As early as possible. Give you guys the benefit yeah. of the doubt.
0: Name three fathers of confederation. Officer... Oh, Etienne Pascal, Tichet. Can you do it in a French accent, please? I just did as best I could. Uh, Sir George Etienne Cartier and Sir John A. McDonald. Uh, That was A. Uh, B. LaFontaine, um, Robert Baldwin, and Joseph Howe. Uh, C. Joseph Brant, Joseph Howe, and James McDonald. And uh, D. Joseph Howe, Robert LaFontaine, and Sir Etienne Pascal Tachet.
1: Three Fathers of Confederation. I feel like it would be... A, a, this one has a mix of... In, the last one has a mix of English and French names. Okay. So you think... It do you know be... who the first Prime Minister of Canada was? No. Mm. No? Does that have to do anything with this question, though?
0: I, I mean, his name is listed in that long list of names I just read out. Out of all of them? I'm gonna go with A. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the one with John A. McDonald's name in it. So, I mean, oh, he, I I don't know if he's actually a father of Confederation or not personally. Uh, okay. Canadian history is fucking boring.
1: It's not. It's probably way more interesting. More shit well, happened than in Australia.
0: It's an interesting way that we got. I was talking about uh, this with someone recently that in Canada because the person I was talking to was reading a book about George Washington and you know the Americans fought for their independence canada negotiated for their independence and so it was just a whole lot of laws and you know it was kind of a french and english territory that they all had to negotiate for and break up into provinces and then determine how independently the provinces were going to be governed and then you know it was just like wasn't
1: like a violent revolution no it was just this
0: like political
1: bills passed
0: yeah it was just a like political negotiations (laughs)
1: Yeah, maybe it stretched on for hundreds of years. Maybe that's the difference between Canadians and Americans now. It's kind of reflected. quite
0: possibly. Quite possibly.
1: Which phrase embodied I wasn't calling Americans violent just then by the way. That's not that wasn't my intentions. Um next one. Which
0: phrase embodied the vision of the Dominion of Canada? <clears throat> A. O Canada, my home and native land. B. Dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. C, dominion from ocean to ocean. Or D, the land of the free and strong.
1: Which phrase embodied the vision for the dominion of Canada? Dominion from ocean to ocean. Yeah? Yep, definitely. 100% on that one. Do
0: you think Canada went from ocean to ocean when they, the dominion of Canada does now okay (laughs) you put it in all right (laughs) shit (laughs) whose portrait is on the canadian ten dollar bill oh my god sir george etienne cartier uh sir louis hippolyte hippolyte i um anyway la fontaine okay sir etienne pascal Taché, or sir john alexander Macdonald.
1: who was the first canadian prime minister actually
0: he was he was
1: um I don't even know who's on the Australian bills. The guy on the $10 Australian is wearing a cowboy hat. That's all I know. Mm. Um, So most of them are French. Is he a French-looking fella on the $10 bill? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's Sir Sir Louis Hippolyte Lafontaine.
0: Okay. I don't think that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) What made it possible for immigrants to settle in Western Canada? A, the completion of the Port of Vancouver. B, the completion of the Canadian National Railway. C, the giving of free land to new settlers. Or D, the completion of the Canadian Pacific Railway. First mention of Vancouver, 14 questions in. It's nice. It's yeah, good. It's good.
1: Um, Probably D. I think so. I reckon the completion of the Canadian Pacific Railway. Yes. Give that a will. Lock it in, Eddie.
0: Okay. Now, see, the giving of the free land to new settlers. I know that was a thing to bring people out to the prairies, but I don't know in which order if they had to build the train before that could happen. Or Yeah, they did. Yeah. 100% but, they did. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't get to their free land without that damn train. Um, Question 15. When were the Canada and Quebec pension plans devised? Oh, get fucked.
1: 1940,
0: 1927, 1965, and 1970.
1: Pension plans. 1940, that's one year into the war. Those are very specific. You wouldn't have done it then. 1927 seems early. 1965, that seems late.
0: We were still flying a Union Jack in the 20s and 40s in Canada.
1: Yeah, some countries still doing. Yeah,
0: well, but what I'm saying with that, I guess, is like I feel like things uh, change quickly. Yeah, and still like governing bodies and stuff like that. Like,
1: oh, do you mean wouldn't... you guys had the union, just yeah. the union jack? Yeah, the Canadian yeah.
0: flag is brand and Pretty, brand pretty spankin new. Spankin' new. Yeah.
1: The pension plan. Well, it said the Canada and Quebec pension plans. Would
0: they? Have I actually it... think I know what which one Would it is now. they have it
1: during the during the war?
0: No, I think I know which one it is.
1: I think it's 65, isn't it?
0: I think so. (laughs) Do you actually? Is that what you would have said? I actually think it might be uh, 1970. I'm going to lock in 65 for you because I think that's when uh, when, uh, our current prime minister's father was acting as...
1: Oh, did he bring it in?
0: And he was very unpopular among more conservative people or financially conservative people for sure because Canada was never in debt as a country before. And, you know, Trudeau, one, had a lot of handouts and really socialized Canada. He wasn't the one who brought in socialized medical and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. uh, he did a lot of very kind of socially social things that did bring Canada into debt. It's Anyways, okay. Okay. I get, I'm speaking out my ass, ladies and gentlemen. Host a podcast about Canada, and here I am having somebody fail the citizenship test <laughs> along with me.
1: Hey, we don't know. I'm what is yet. I
0: La Francophonie? La Francophonie. <laughs> me trying to read all those French guys' names.
1: Well, Francophonie is someone that can yeah. speak French. I a, that.
0: a region in Quebec. B, a French music <laughs> instrument. C. An international association of French-speaking countries, and D a French music festival.
1: You know what? I think I'm pretty certain that it is C. Yeah. You know what? I watched f- a I watched a, f- I watched a <laughs> random YouTube video today it in. about um countries in um Africa <laughs> that that speak French from when from when France held them. And they were part of an organization, and I think it was La yeah. Francophonie. Yeah, Africa's got the most French-speaking nations of
0: any country or yeah. any continent. I mean,
1: well, all the all the Bel- all the countries that were settled by Belgium speak French mm-hmm. over there as well. I found out. All right,
0: why is Terry Fox a Canadian national hero? A, he inspired people to contribute money for cancer research. B, he became the first elected president of Canada. (laughs) C, I shouldn't be laughing at Terry Fox, but these are funny multiple choice answers. I mean, should be pretty ubiquitous knowing who he is. C, he became the greatest hockey player of (laughs) all time. That might have been hard. D, he united Canada in the 19th century.
1: Uh, i have I'd have to go A okay. on, on that one. Mate. Did you
0: know who he was before you came to Canada?
1: Definitely not. P- Canadians are so funny. They think that like Terry Fox is well known. Nobody knows who the fuck it's Terry Fox he's is It's because he's one of the first of people
0: you learn about in your first week of kindergarten because they do the Terry Fox runs every fall yeah, in September. So you're getting back to school and your teachers are playing, you know, videos like, uh, kind of compilations of like news stories about him and documentaries about him. And I'm not sure if this was unanimous. And I actually want to know from other Canadians who attended elementary school at Terry Fox runs was a song that was constantly playing fucking, um, the proclaimers, uh, cause <laughs> I will, <walk>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that they song that. was playing constantly at these Terry Fox runs. What just and on? I would, 500 miles, and I would walk five hundred miles. The I would walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I guess a few years later, maybe Vanessa Carlton came out. <laughs> Cause you know I'd walk th- We never listened to that one, <laughs> but uh, The Proclaimers was constantly on. Canadian um, listeners, let me know.
1: Yeah. Can you please write in and say, was that a a national thing or just Eric's school? <laughs> playing a drinking
0: song. That's
1: just about drinking buddies. Just, so it's just a little distasteful, perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it, but they it's just about, thought it a song about walking. I mean, there's the, 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 the chorus is theme. thematic. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um also, if if people listen to this and don't know who Terry Fox is, watch a YouTube video on it. It's look pretty, him up. Yeah, he's, he's up. pretty inspiring. Look him up for sure.
0: He seriously is. We're not making fun of him. He's boldly influential, and in is.
1: I think the Canadian government's saying that putting one of the things yeah. is that was he Canada's best ever hockey player. I think that was making fun of him. I think that that's a that little distasteful in, citizenship
0: test. A bit, bit t- distasteful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the responsibilities that the federal government? They're giving you the easy ones at the end.
1: Yeah, how many questions do I have to go? This We're on
0: this is question eighteen. Jesus, okay. All right. What are the responsibilities of the federal government? A. Matters of national and international concern. B uh matters of national concern. C matters of international concern. D matters of provincial concern.
1: Uh I think probably A. Okay, yeah. Wouldn't they? They have to Matters sort of, of national
0: and international, international
1: concern. concern well, they? Yeah.
0: All right, uh, question nineteen: Who has the right to vote in a federal election? <laughs> Seriously, just lobbing you yeah, soft I pitches. I mean, they must right be the seeing end. our performance earlier <laughs> yeah. on. Um, a Canadian citizen, at least eighteen years old, on a voting um, on voting day, and um, on the voters list. <clears throat> uh, B, an adult Canadian citizen. C, adult Canadian. Canadian citizens and permanent residents and D Canadian citizens on the voters list. A,
1: well, yeah, clearly we shouldn't have gone through the rest. There There's was the rest a, the uh, there was a federal
0: election three days before my 18th birthday.
1: Oh, nice. Didn't get to vote in it, but you probably wanted to, right? Owing you.
0: Yeah, I would have wanted to. Yeah. Um, all right. Question 20 out of 20. Where do the majority of Canadians live? A, in rural areas. B, in small towns. C, in cities. And D,
1: along the east coast. The majority what what so what's a majority 51%?
0: <laughs> I I it doesn't clarify. It's a bit of an Where do the question. majority of Canadians live?
1: Probably uh, in probably in cities because even something quite small is classed as a city, right? Like Kelowna is a city.
0: We do we do classify cities weird in Canada.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go cities.
0: You're gonna go cities. My gut would tell me A or B, but yeah, we will see.
1: Okay, let's see. Let's see how many I got. All
0: right, let's finish this. You're gonna go in cities. Finish. Do 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 do. Results well, uh, I don't think uh, it's any surprise. It says failed in big <laughs> letters, How many and did I get? Uh, we got eleven out of twenty. <laughs> the okay. official test has I'm a pass mark of seventy-five percent.
1: Getting deported tomorrow. So I had to get fifteen. I was four oh, short. Man.
0: Four <laughs> short. That's okay. actually not that bad. Let me though. have a run through. Let's, like let, this. Let, we're not okay. going to go
1: through the whole test, but I want to see what kind of ones I got so wrong. So,
0: which which ones do
1: you want to do? want to uh, John Bucken. I got John
0: Bucken. Was, was a,
1: he was a popular Governor General of Canada? Okay, okay. Because you didn't know that either.
0: No, I didn't.
1: Um, oh yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Canadian House of
0: Commons recognized about the Quebecois in two thousand six. Yeah, to form a nation within United Canada. Marjorie Turner Buckley, my gut instinct was right. She was an Olympian. What gave that one away was um, Turner Bailey, rather. Um, The hyphenated last name, that's a pretty modern thing.
1: Yeah, good point, good point, yeah. Anyways. um, Well, then I went on a bit of a run. I got two in a row, which is good. Yeah,
0: English um, yeah, the, the 14, 15, 16, 17, the answer was sixteen ten. the English settled in Canada, but it was in fact the French who had the first European settlements in Canada. So. Which I got correct. Good one there. Yeah. Yeah. Your little tear. And then, uh, it was not the Quebec act or it was not the Quebec parliament who passed the Quebec act. Mm. It was the British parliament. Trick question. Trick question. I mean, I wouldn't think that the, if, if yeah, okay act okay came now that into i to think... affect the quebec the unexisting <laughs> okay eric quebec government i understand oh man
1: okay and so on and so <laughs> which forth.
0: act yeah yeah which act granted for the first time legislative assemblies to assemble wasn't in fact the legislative act Again, going back to the deductive reasoning, if we're voting on something to exist, it wouldn't be the council that bears that same name.
1: Um, I thought they were trying to give me a But tweet. anyways. Um, Whatever, man. The Australian one, you got it so easy with the Australian one. Yeah, I did get it very, very easy. We'll,
0: we'll, it's John A. McDonald on the $10 bill, by the way.
1: Did you know that one? Um, yes, I did. Easy for you to say now.
0: Hey, but then, um, look, you got 14 We'll post all the, the way to 20 correct so
1: did I realize I got the last six right yeah there you go
0: that's where they started to get easy though
1: <laughs> so we'll um anyways um we'll
0: post I'm the an links. Australian citizen now so uh
1: good day mates uh um, I'm going back to Australia with you then yep so I guess um that would be fun
0: what if what if that would be an interesting shift for this podcast wouldn't it
1: If we both ended up moving to Australia, yeah,
0: we started uh, interviewing, I don't know, fucking Canadians living in Australia.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would be pretty, uh, that would be great. That would be pretty That was fun.
0: I hope, uh, I hope it was as fun fun to listen
1: to. I've just come across as a bit of an ignorant.
0: No, I mean, I did too. I didn't,
1: I was unsure on the same ones you were for the most part. Let's post the, um, post the, the links? The links and people can have a go themselves. Okay, if, for if, sure. If they want. Um, but while I was on the Australian government website, I guess the mm-hmm. other thing we wanted to chat about does have a big effect on, on traveling and people moving about the old uh, coronavirus. Think, are, are you concerned?
0: No. we um, you not? We, no. I, I mean, I'm not very well educated on the whole thing too. Maybe I'm just trying to keep myself in blissful ignorance of it.
1: I went on a but... bit of a... Um, uh, a rabbit hole on YouTube, yeah, about it, which hasn't done a lot for my confidence. Um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of it's fear mongering, but uh, mm-hmm. also, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's in a lot of play. Italy, Italy's been hit hard.
0: Yeah, actually, my girlfriend was telling me that
1: uh, Milan
0: is almost completely
1: Milan quarantined yeah, or shut down. Like Switzerland and Germany are freaking out because they're so close mm-hmm. to Italy, and uh, you know the the, the Canadian um health department or whatever they, they're called, I don't I don't know what it was. But mm-hmm. they've said that we should be stocking two weeks worth of food and water. What? Yeah, because they're worried about it turning into a pandemic.
0: Huh. Yeah.
1: So we should be stocking up on the um Holy shit. On the uh, on the beans and pastas and all that kind of stuff. Damn. I don't mean to freak anybody out. No. I'm sure it'll be totally fine. Yeah. But um,
0: the only story I've read recently about the coronavirus is, have you ever played the board game called Pandemic? <laughs> they uh, banned the sale of it in China.
1: <laughs> have they?
0: Yeah. I think it's an app too, but.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's also all that stuff about how China's, they think are like um not telling us the correct figures and not giving the rest of the world the proper information about like how – because we don't know how it's properly spread and the Mm -hmm. like incubation. Who's to say on any of that that. though, man? And then, you know, there's that conspiracy theory, Eric. You know how (laughs) there's – Oh, God. (laughs) There's only one laboratory in the whole of China that actually does research in producing man-made viruses – you want to take a guess at what city that laboratory is in? Wuhan. Yep. Wuhan. Wuhan, Eric. Yep. I mean, is that a coincidence? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might be. I think it's man-made. And it got out, it escaped, and China are trying to cover their tracks.
0: Could it not just be like a really contagious flu bug, though?
1: Uh, it could be that as well. But it's could be it's, a big it's, overreaction.
0: It's, Flus kill a lot of people every
1: year. It's more fun. But it's not the rate the rate between people contracting it and dying from it is way higher than the flu. If you Mm. contract the flu, unless you're already got a pre-existing like lung condition or old or you're young, you should be able to get over it. But with like coronavirus, they're killing like healthy, you know, 30-year-olds as far as we know. Damn. Once again, they're not releasing that information. But anyway, that's Why a do we
0: avoid talking about news all the time on this and then this one fucking thing happens and we talk about it every week?
1: Are we oh, talk what? about, like, positive news. Okay, what news do you want to talk about then? What's some positive news? I don't know. I heard a funny story. What's I didn't that? hear it. I just read it that I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, so, <laughs> it was a story on uh, that I saw pop up on Facebook. It's not a funny story, really. It's about just an Australian that went on that got arrested in Whistler because okay. he went on some kind of crazy bender at like f- and like at four o'clock in the morning. He started popping up all over the village and like like the police. The police got called out about him for doing loads of different things. Like one minute he was in the village stealing a snowboard and they got called for that, and then he was like being really disruptive disruptive at the other end of the village and the police got called for that and it was this one guy just causing chaos just running whistler. and it was like the opening line was 27 year old australian causing chaos in whistler i'm like oh, is, is, <laughs> is that really a big headline that's every every saturday night isn't it
0: no kidding um,
1: that's funny we should
0: try to get him on the
1: show yeah we'll try and track him down if he, um, Do you think they'll release his name uh, maybe I can, I can look into it. Well, actually, maybe I know him.
0: we should actually try to shoot him an
1: Instagram DM.
0: <laughs> Reach out, okay. pay for his epic rides down from fucking Whistler <laughs> and get him on the show. <laughs> um, what a story to tell. I uh, no kidding. Um, oh, the <laughs> we, we were talking a little bit about, um, the, uh, the, the, the live music I've been seeing too. Not to not to be too tangential, but um, there's this music festival that's been announced on Vancouver Island in the in the Comox uh, Valley. Um, excuse me, the uh, the Cowichan Valley, and uh, it's called the Lake Town Shakedown,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm sure that. Uh, there's gonna be some craziness to ensue. Sorry, I've been stalling because I'm just pulling up the lineup here. But yeah, that's shake the down, talking point. Down. Was the fucking bands that are playing in this tiny little apparently it's the biggest privately owned outdoor music venue in Canada. It's some ranch. Wow. Yeah. And uh it is headlining Wu-Tang Clan. What? Ludicrous. Nelly. <laughs> Third Eye Blind, but then the second line on the festival poster. So those are some pretty top tier acts.
1: Yeah, Wu Tang and Ludacris for sure. Vancouver Island. The Lake yeah, Town, they've been doing this for a few years. The Lake Town Shakedown. Okay,
0: Lake Cowichan. Yeah, but then the second one down, a band called um, Current Swell.
1: Current Swell. Hey. They're a
0: Victoria band. They're like quite
1: small. Just from Victoria. That's the
0: second line. Not to make fun of them. They're good. <laughs> I like some currents well. Um, tribe Called Red. Again, great DJs, but just so all over
1: the place. They look old. I'm looking up at the lineup now. Yeah. Moon Oh, Goldfish
0: is playing. And it's just so weird, these music festivals that pop up. Like, why is Wu-Tang
1: going to some ranch in... Vancouver Island, because I, I would think that like you know they get all the small bands first, mm-hmm. and then they look for the big headliners, and they go to Wu Tang. Listen, we got this, yeah. uh, we got this festival, and Wu Tang's like, okay, okay, you know, yeah. who, who else is playing? And then they've got to give them this list of shitty Vancouver Island bands that are making <laughs> up making up the numbers. They got to be, um, they got to be getting something out of yeah. the deal, right? Because I'm looking at, I don't recognize. Any names except Third Eye Blind, Ludacris, and Wu Tang Clan, basically.
0: Not even Nelly.
1: Nelly as well. Sorry. Um,
0: Goldfish is good. A little South African band. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, I, uh, I I just think it's funny that they're and it reminds me of this music festival I went to in two thousand fourteen called Boonstock that was in the middle of a dust bowl in Penticton, and they actually had to bring the police in because there was no running water on the property. They weren't able to get it working in time. And so, uh, legally the police had to come in with like truck fulls of bottled water and like hand it out to people. Um, somebody died of basically drug induced dehydration at the festival. It was really sad. Um, basically just on too many drugs without drinking enough water for a long period of time. Sure. But, uh, and this has taken a dark twist at the end of the episode. That's interesting <laughs> because I, I was just
1: looking up Shambhala as well because I know mm-hmm. that's on a private property because you said that one on Vancouver yeah. Island is the biggest on the private property. And I know that um, Shambhala is on a private property as well. Oh, man. One that I'm just... Not
0: sure if I have any interest in that
1: one. Oh, uh, When I first got here and I was younger, I was like yeah. really into it. And now that I'm, I'm an older gentleman, I'm what, 25 now, I kind of, I'm like, oh, I I couldn't stand I don't that whole no, vibe I'd, I'm not too sure about so I
0: think it's changed too.
1: I think it has as well. I definitely think it has.
0: Again to uh to two people who've not experienced it so I can't speak definitively, but I don't know. People find real uh like it's a real community that festival.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a very like free, loving, hippie like community mm-hmm. shit.
0: That kind of music, it just doesn't have any appeal to me. Is the big thing.
1: I know that's not really the draw, but I don't know if it has an appeal to these people until they're on certain substances, and then they fucking love the music. Yeah. So. But um, anyways, there you go. That's that's yeah. That. Anyway, I think is that that uh, that us done. I for, think so. For another week. Yeah. A um, bunch th- of
0: hippies are pissed off at us at the end, but most of them are pacifists, so I don't think it's too much of an issue for us. Yeah. Um. I love music festivals. I, I, I might go to Shambhala one
1: year. That was a but, fun one. You know what we could do? We could even that? explore this idea. We could do other countries' citizenship tests. Oh, my God. It'll be hard, but just compare them to how easy they That'll are. That'll be fun. Because I thought that, like, when we did the Australia one, I was like, if 10 out of 10 is a really hard test, I thought that was honestly like a five. Yeah. And then I thought the Canadian one went up to, like, an eight or something.
0: Well, it was like a lot of Canadian, like
1: historical stuff with like dates and names. You and, definitely had to study for it. Mm-hmm. You definitely had to study for it. The Australian one was just like common sense. So yeah. I, I'd be interested to see what other countries do.
0: Yeah. Besides like the thing about the colors, which is just like you either know it or you don't. Yeah. But
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: Yeah, true. that'll be, we should do that when we have guests on is uh, do their citizenship tests. Yes.
1: yes. Good idea. Cool. fantastic. Anyways. All righty.
0: Thanks for listening to Living a Broadcast this week, everyone. If uh, you want to contact us, Living a Broadcast on Instagram, we have been better at pushing that. We've done some little promotions that have actually gotten us uh, a lot of likes, so that's good. Um, And if you want to email us, that's livingabroadcast at gmail.com. No emails this week, unfortunately. Um, Yeah, but um, thanks for listening. And no matter where you're from, uh, let us know. If you'd like to be on the show, if you have any questions, comments, things you'd like to tell us, you know that we're pretty receptive to just about anything and uh, putting it out there for you to listen to. So uh, for this week, I'm Eric. And I'm Mikey. Thank you for listening. Bye.